Canton's Morning News with Pam Cook continues now. 1480 WHBC, Bill Morgan in for Pam as we talk to somebody who was recently inducted into the Caddy, as in golf, the Caddy Hall of Fame. She is the first female African-American ever to be inducted into the Caddy Hall of Fame. Happy to be joined by Madeline Turner. Madeline, when you found out you would be going into the Caddy Hall of Fame, what were some of the first thoughts that went through your mind? Oh, gosh, I think the first couple of things that went through my mind was to thank my mom and dad for introducing me to golf. And it was something that I've always wanted. So when they told me I was going in, I was very, very happy. Tell us a little bit about some of the challenges that uh, your mom faced when she was a professional golfer back into the uh, 1950s and early 1960s. Certainly at that time, um, let's face it, uh, golf wasn't exactly a picture of diversity. No, we played mostly on public golf courses. Um, We played in uh, Washington and Boston and Chicago. So uh, we were limited to the courses that we could play on. Um, I started playing, or my mother and I both started playing on a small nine-hole golf course in Pomona, New Jersey, which was called Apex. And it was started by Madam Washington, who had African-American hair products, Apex hair products. So that's where we started, was just a nine-hole golf course. So we didn't have very many opportunities to play on a lot of golf courses. Talking with Madeline Turner, the first female African-American to be inducted into golf's Caddy Hall of Fame. Madeline, what are you doing these days? Well, right now I'm... I usually go out to Ohio uh, to help Renee Powell play uh, with her golf course, but this year I'm staying in Magnolia, Delaware, and playing golf here. And when you talk about, I guess, sort of helping out like you've done in the past at that golf course, what has your role been there in terms of being involved with some of the area youth women and veterans at Clearview? That's correct. I was helping with the veterans and her junior golfers and her PGA junior golfers and just helping her with tournaments and things that she needed done at the golf course. Madeline, uh, of course, we sort of get ready for these interviews by finding out about uh, backgrounds of people who are kind enough to come on the radio with us. And uh, you had a distinguished 34-year career in the FBI as a self-defense instructor How did you go from being a caddy to FBI self-defense instructor? (laughs) I would think you may be the only person ever who's got that on their resume. Yes, right now I am. I was the first female in that position. Um, I worked part-time when I was in high school at the police department. I was a court clerk, and a friend of mine worked there and she told me about the FBI opening up to females so I applied for the position. I was given a position at the Learning Resource Center or library. Then I went into a new agents training briefly and then I transferred to the gym to become a 
fitness and self-defense instructor for law enforcement officers and FBI agents. I had trained over 30,000 police officers when I retired and every agent in the field I had taught when I retired in 2007. Madeline, what advice do you give to uh, young people who are up and coming, specifically those that are African-American, that may face, I guess, some challenges into getting into career fields where uh, there's still uh, a wall of racism? Because clearly you're somebody who has worked your way through a path where there were challenges big time in that regard, whether it was uh, with the FBI and law enforcement or in golf. What kind of advice do you give people who are looking to travel a similar path? My best advice would be never give up. It may be tough. There were times when I wanted to quit, and I had a lot of support from my family, especially my mother, because my father passed in 72. So find a very strong support base and just never give up because you never know what's on the other side. It was tough for me at times, and I just had to just keep pushing Like I said, I had a very strong support behind me. My mother just kept encouraging me because I know at one time I wanted to quit. And she said, no, you're doing something you like, so why quit? So I just hung in there and, and just faced a lot of the obstacles and just kept pushing. Madeline Turner, our guest. Madeline, congratulations on your recent honor, and thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. This is your drive time traffic update on Canton's Morning News. Checking out the area roadways as you head into work on a Monday morning across Canton and Stark County. Things in pretty good shape, specifically in Stark County. 77 southbound, northbound. Now 77 northbound moving up into Summit County. Uh, a slowdown there, especially earlier. Uh, there was an, an incident near the Wilbeth exit that had traffic at one point backed up down near Arlington Road. So even if they've got that cleared up now, uh, sometimes the traffic picking up uh, takes a while. So be aware of that if you're headed north. Meanwhile, other major areas, 30, 62, and 21 in pretty good shape this morning. If you see otherwise, call us on the WHBC traffic tip line. It's 330-450-1480. Canton's severe weather station. Stick with us. Now, the 1480 WHBC AccuWeather forecast. Today's sunny, hot, and humid, a high of 90. For tonight, we'll have some spotty thunderstorms later on in the evening. The overnight low going to fall to 72. For Tuesday, Strong thunderstorms possible in the morning. We'll have a mixture of sun and clouds later in the day, meaning late morning or early afternoon for Tuesday. Another humid and warm day, high tomorrow at 85. And looking ahead to Wednesday, a mixture of sun and clouds. Thunderstorms possible scattered in the area in the middle of your week with a high 83. Sunshine now and 64 degrees at Canton's Severe Weather Station, 1480 WHBC. Coming up after the 8 o'clock report of news, we'll talk with Ohio Lieutenant Governor John Houston.